You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods. Hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. But now there's major news coming out of the NBA. As I said, we record the podcast on Friday. News is coming in, you know, as we record about this uh, mega story that Brooklyn Nets all-star Kyrie Irving has requested a trade. That first being reported by Sham Sharania. Uh, the franchise, he says, has been informed that Irving prefers to move on ahead of the February 9th trade deadline or that he will leave in free agency. Adrian Wojnarowski also had some reporting on this. He said essentially that there were trade, there were um, there were conversations about a extension that essentially didn't really go anywhere or didn't get far enough to where anything could happen in terms of Kyrie and that's coming to an agreement so that then Kyrie decides to make this trade request on Friday. He notes that Kyrie can leave this summer. You have Wode saying that Kyrie says he will leave this summer. So mega news in the NBA that really kind of sends uh, shockwaves throughout for pretty much every organization because Kyrie Irving, we know, is uh, an interesting character, to say the least. Um, the Nets have been having a really good season despite a really rough start in which their coach got fired. Um, and they had to deal with some injuries. He caused some of that pain with some of his uh, stupid um, posts that were anti-Semitic. So um, they've kind of turned all that around, and all of a sudden you feel good about the Nets. KD's been hurt. They've been kind of fluttering, but they, they've been played decent enough to where they haven't completely cratered without them. Him, KD, is supposed to have be reevaluated either this week or next week, so he's going to be back soon. So I think there was some optimism about where the Nets could go this season once KD returns. But now you got Kyrie saying, I don't want any part of the rest of the season with the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, crazy stuff, uh, Tommy. What, what what are your initial thoughts on this? I mean, you, you said it sends shockwaves. It does. But it's the least shocking bit of news that, that you that could possibly <laughs> Right. You know, it's just it's so sadly predictable. Um, you know, it's just the thing's fine. As you mentioned, promising, hopeful. Net fans were, you know, okay, we finally are on the right track. We got, you know, we got suspended for the idiotic offensive comments and the Alex Jones, uh, you know, uh, yep. issue. He still hasn't apologized for the Alex Jones nonsense, yep. by the way. That's neither here nor there. Um, but the Knicks, that's finally back on track. Nick Claxton developing into a true, really, really good center, playing by yeah. far the best basketball of his career. Some of the other pieces round out Steph, uh, Seth Curry looking like he's a little bit more healthy, getting good good contributions from Joe Harris. Um, you know, there's just again light at the end of the tunnel. KD's going to come back. Kyrie's dominating fourth quarters. Um, Jacques Vaughn seems like he's settled in as, as the right coach and the right team. And of course, when things are going relatively well, and 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 over that time, you know, net fans saying, okay, Kyrie's playing so well, maybe we should bring him back, you know, for for right. maybe we should yeah. sign him to an extension. That was the talk. Um, could we should we sign him to an extension before you know the end of the season or next year, maybe a three year deal, or do we do him just a two year or one year? Um, you could just see them, you know, kind of with that with that that friend of yours that's dating that really attractive girl, but she's crazy. <laughs> And she's, and, she's, and she's toxic and she's going to yeah. ruin, you know, the, the person's life if he continues to stay in a union with, with this individual. Um, but for whatever reason, he's, you know, he can't divest himself from the situation. Yeah. And that's what we have here. You know, it's just it's it's a, it's a classically toxic relationship. Um, and and when you have a, a a person like Kyrie who's so unpredictable, and, and not just unpredictable, un incredibly selfish. Because again, let's say 
you want to demand the trade. Let's say for your own selfish reasons, you have decided that you need an extension in order to give your best to the team, whatever the case might be, despite the fact that the team has paid you nearly $200 million to play the better part of four seasons in which you haven't played nearly half the games. And the team has a better record in the games you haven't played than the games you ha- than the games you've been a part of, and you've delivered one t- uh, playoff series victory in the three years since you've been there. The the ultimate uh, to say the, to say that the signing of K- KD and Kyrie hasn't lived up to expectations would be a drastic understatement, the understatement of the yeah. century. Um, so again. That being said, even if that's the case, your Kyrie, you decide you want to demand a trade. Why do you have to leak it to Shams and Woj uh, a week mm. before the trade deadline? It's just, again, it's ultimate. Because even if you go to the front office and say, listen, I, I want out of here. If you're not going to sign me a new contract extension, trade me or I'm definitely walking on, on July 1st, whatever the case might be. By leaking it to the press, yes, you get your name involved and you generate some reaction, which seems to be his primary goal. But then you lessen the leverage that the Nets are going to have in any trade talks. And you look not by by not only letting other teams know that you want out, but by letting other teams know you're willing to crater an entire season again for the second straight year um, (laughs) because of your own selfish, outlandish antics. Um, The Nets got in bed with this guy. They're going to have to live with it. I don't know how they get out of it. I don't know how they resolve it. Um, but uh, the only thing I know is that I'm glad that we have Jalen Brunson, uh, that Nick fans can root for Jalen Brunson and don't have to force themselves to root for Kyrie Irving. I tell you what, I got to give my, my my great host here, uh, Tommy Beer, a lot of credit because uh, it's not like we talk about the Nets a lot on this podcast, but whenever we have mentioned Kyrie Irving and the Nets for various reasons, he's always had the caveat of, hey, you just never know what's going to happen with Kyrie Irving and this team. So do not put all your eggs in that basket. He said it every time on this podcast that they were mentioned. And here we are, February 3rd, when things looks like things are going good for the Nets. You wonder, hey, maybe they can contend. Now Kyrie lobs another grenade, as he is so great at doing, slobbing a grenade in his organization and how things are going and say, you know what, now one out. And I do think that there's a little bit of vindictiveness that comes with this trade request. I think that he understood that this was going to just – Put the next Nets in the absolute worst position possible by doing it at this moment in time. You do it a week before the trade deadline. So now this is a, a storyline leading up to the trade deadline that everybody knows about. Now, if they don't trade you, this is going to be something that's hanging over the team's head for an entire rest of the way. If they don't trade him, then that becomes an issue where Kyrie's on the team, but he doesn't want to be there. Everybody knows that he's leaving at the end of the offseason. Then there's questions with Nets fans probably saying, hey, maybe we should have just traded him. Like, what the hell happened? Um, and then, of course, you have the fans that will say, well, why didn't you sign an extension? Like, what happened with that? So now you maybe turn some of your fan base against the Nets organization or maybe some of the Kyrie fans against the Nets organization. I, I know a lot of people who probably just started rooting for the Nets because Kyrie was there. So it, it, he knows what he's doing. Like, all of this is orchestrated. In some ways, it's like Machiavellian. And in some ways, I kind of almost got to give him credit for, like, wow, yeah. Like, if he would have did this when that all that stupid anti-Semitic stuff was happening, like, this doesn't really leave a dent. It's like, well, yeah, they don't want him anyway. Nobody wants to deal with him. He can request a trade, but who the hell cares? To do it now, when he's playing at the highest level he's played in a while, to do it now when the Nets look like they finally have some optimism and hope that they could win, to do it now is him sticking it to the Nets for not sticking up for him during that crap with the anti-Semitic stuff, not sticking up for him for that crap with the anti-vaccination stuff. And now he's saying, all right, now it's time to get my pound of flesh, and this is how he's going to do it. 
I'm very curious what a Kyrie trade on the open market looks like at this point, because I don't think any team is signing him to an extension who trades for him. I, 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 I don't, I mean, maybe the Lakers, like maybe, but like, do the Lakers have enough to get him? I don't know. But like, besides the Lakers, I don't I like, how could you trust them? Like, you know, that at any moment in time, he could decide, you know what? I'm just going to blow up your season because of any reason, you know, right. sometimes it's even out of his control. Cause the, the one thing we never talk about with him is also health. He's a guy that gets hurt a lot. He misses a lot of games just because he, he can't get on the court. So not only can he create your season by doing stuff like this, he also could just, you know, twist the knee and be out for two months and that will uh, hurt your season. So I, I think that he's going to be, it's definitely going to be a buyer beware for anybody who does this, but we talked about how close these teams are, how packed these teams are in both the East and Western conference. I think that there's going to be teams that will try to take this risk for just this season. Cause they say we're so close that if we just get one star player, one piece, we can get this done. I think he can get traded. I think some people will give up something of value for him. Question is, will the Nets decide that it's, it's best for them to give up on the season? I think if you trade him, you're not, you're not going to a championship. I don't think you're going to get, equal value for him in terms of on the court this season you may get draft compensation but um but but will the Nets decide hey even though we have a team that looks like they can maybe compete for a championship we're just going to give up because Kyrie's quit on us um that's going to be the big question I don't see how the Nets can hold him past the, the trade deadline right now um mm-hmm. I don't see how they could because I don't see how they can win a championship with him as part of the team I know that talent trumps all in the NBA but at some point, if chemistry and cohesion and unity mean anything, I can't see how a guy wanting to quit on his team like three different times in the span of 12 months. His teammates seem to like him. Um, you know, they're, they're, they play well together. Um, you know, maybe if you're the Nets, it's worth taking, you know, rolling the dice. But again, if you're looking at the big picture of the franchise now, obviously you can't re-sign him. I mean, even for a year, you're almost tanking, you know, even if he was willing to sign for a year, which I don't think he would be, um, you know, we saw him kind of opt back in for that one year max payment. I think another, that was because that he, that was, he got, he would get basically 39 million from the Nets or 5 million from the Lakers. (laughs) um, And he chose the money. Um, This situation, he could get, you know, big payday from the Nets, but he could also sign a one year deal with another team that has cap space. If they just wanted to give him a one year deal, maybe a team gives him a two year deal with like half the second season guaranteed. I don't know what the case is, but it's certainly the odds of him being a net on opening night next season are 5%, 10%. Never. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's very, very hard. To, very, very low. That being so that being said, there's still – so if you're not going to resign him, I guess there's still a possibility you could do a sign and trade, maybe keep that in your back pocket. That's one of – in the in the let's keep Kyrie column, that's one of the pros um, is that, you know, even if he, you're committed to never him never playing for the Nets once the, 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 the end of the final buzzer in the final game of the season, you still might be able to get something via sign and trade. You know, um, that's, a, that's theoretically a possibility. But, again, if I'm Sean Marks – um, you know, I, I got KD here, you know, maybe, you know, and who knows how this impacts KD, maybe Durant requests a trade this offseason. I have to, at some point as an organization, whether it's Joe Sy or Sean Marks or somebody in the upper, in the front office says, listen, 
we can lose without this guy. We have we, we can lose with this guy. We have lost with him. Let's do something right for the let's let's if we talk about a culture, let's show we have a culture. You know, they they said the right thing when he did the 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 the, the idiotic anti-vax stuff last season. How yep. you know we're, we're all on the same page, and if you're you, we want you in or out, you you make the choice. He made his choice, and then there's injuries, and and Harden gets hurt, and Durant gets hurt, and they bring him back in, and they make these exceptions. Um, but yeah, as far from the Nets perspective, I think that they will accept if even if it's 40 cents in the dollar, maybe they can get 60 cents in the dollar in terms yeah. of value, you know, commensurate value. I think you have to take that if you're Brooklyn. If you can get a decent starting point guard, I, I think you, you have to take it. And there's a bunch of them floating around. Um, obviously, you don't want to take a guy, a, a Kyle Lowry situation where he has money guaranteed next year that's going to hurt you. Yeah. But Fred Van Vliet's uh, uh, an expiring contract. John, just off the top of my head, John Wall on a, on a one-year, cheap one-year deal. You know, the Clippers is another team that might be crazy enough to take a flyer on Kyrie. They, they're a team that kind of goes year to year, and you never know with George and Kawhi staying healthy. Um, so there, there are teams out there that have point guards to trade. Um, and I just think there's other guys. Um, I mean, I wonder if Dallas, I wonder if Dallas gets in. I mean, they got, you know, especially Dimwitty, a guy who played for the Nets, played well for them. Played the uh, best so basketball career. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they have some contracts on that team that they could probably match that could make an offer. And, you know, I think Dallas is a decent team, but I don't think anybody thinks that they can win a title. They lost Jalen Brunson. Maybe right. this is their replacement for him. You know, that would that would be huge. It's the, if the if as if the trade deadline couldn't get fascinating enough. This throws another wrench into it because this is just an, an immense. Obviously, not only impacts Brooklyn, but there's you know 25 other teams that will be mentioned over the next five days um, that that could potentially make a move for him. So this is uh, this is fascinating. But yeah, if I'm Brooklyn, I, this is the final reminder I need. It's like before I walk down the aisle, she cheats on me one more time. Yo, I, got, I, I got to get out of this. I still have a chance. Um, let me keep my pride and my dignity at least and part ways. Oh man, that's gotta be the last word. <laughs> that is the day.